Hello, and welcome back to 613 Ramban. We are up to the third aliyah of Parsha Sazinu, and we are in the midst of Moshe reminding the Jewish people of basic Jewish history, of early Jewish history, and reminding them of how great Hashem has been to them, and therefore, what in the world are we doing? Why are we ignoring God? Why are we rejecting God? Can we not remember about all the incredible goodness that Hashem has done for us? So, in that context, in Pasuk Yud Gimel, in, pa- in Shlishi, Hashem, or rather Moshe, speaks about how Hashem lifted the Jewish people up to the very high places. And what that means is he elevated the Jewish people, both physically, spiritually. And the Torah continues, Moshe continues by describing what has yet to take place, but what will take place, the Jewish people being fed, the fruits of the field. He, he suckled him with honey from the rock. This would seem not to refer to the water coming from the rock in the desert, but rather it's a reference to what is going to take place in Israel, how Although sometimes we have barren land, it's somehow able to bring forth the most incredible fruit. This is something that we, you and I, in 2023, have experienced, and certainly our our parents or grandparents have experienced how Israel went from a barren wasteland to a place overflowing, literally, with milk and honey, with so much abundance. And Hashem is describing, excuse me, Moshe is describing the incredible goodness, how it's, so to speak, honey coming from the rock. There's oil from rock, uh, from the gravel of rock, how these things, which we would otherwise assume to not be able to bring forth any fruit, any abundance, is somehow able to bring forth so much, and we are supposed to be grateful. That is the goal. When Hashem is giving us, when we see prosperity, when we see uh, a desert turn into a, a, a field of, of roses, a field of, of, of abundance, we're supposed to be filled with gratitude towards Hashem. But instead, Pasuk Tesvav, the Pasuk says, Vayishman, Yishurun, Vayivat, Yishurun, a reference to Jewish people. The word Yishurun is a unique reference to the Jewish people from the word Yashar, straight. It's a term that Moshe uses twice in the Torah. Um, the Jewish people are supposed to be those who are straight. It's straightforward. It is so obvious. It is so clear that when someone does something good for us, we're supposed to be grateful, right? It's so obvious. And yet, Vayishman Yishurun Vayivat, that Yishurun, those who are supposed to be, so to speak, straight, those who are supposed to be straightforward, they became fat. They became overindulgent. Vayivat, and they kicked. Shamanta, Visa, Kasisa, when you became fat, you became like o- o- obese and overwhelmed by fat. Of course, we're not referring to physical fat over here. It is a, it is a way of speaking. It is a way of saying that the Jewish people overindulged um, and the Jewish people just indulged and indulged and in doing so, Vayitosh Eloka Asahu, they forsa- they, that the Jewish people forsook God who had made him of a Nabeltzri so regarded as worthless the rock of his salvation, right? So in our great wealth and our great abundance, we forgot Hashem. This is one of the great risks of wealth, one of the great risks of abundance. And then the Torah goes on to describe, as I think we spoke about yesterday, the Rambans understands the focus, the emphasis of these psukim is the idolatry. And uh, the Jewish people then go ahead and uh, they, they turn to abominations, they turn to alien gods, they, for, they, they bring offerings to the demons, um, uh, they, they serve gods, the new gods, right? They, they serve the trendy gods, they don't just serve the old and ancient gods, but they bring in new gods, the Jewish people, uh, the Gemara tells us, were, were, were involved in so many different forms of idolatry, it's a such a shameful thing that it wasn't just they had one idolatry that they served, which would have been bad enough, but they were seemingly like just always going from idol to idol, uh, not really having any consistency whatsoever, even in their idol worship, a terribly, a terribly embarrassing um, experience and, and a shameful one. How could it be? God has given us so much and then we go ahead and we go astray. And as it says, the rock that... Um, 
that gave birth to you, um, uh, you know, you forgot, you forgot the God uh, who was forming you. Um, okay, I'm actually going to go one more verse, because uh, that's really the entire third Aliyah. Uh, but the next verse says, God saw this and turned away in disdain, or he was angry, because of the, the anger caused by his sons and daughters. Now, the Ramban over here points out that the Torah typically speaks to, speaks in the masculine. It speaks to the males. It speaks, uh, and that's just, you know, it's a longer discussion, but that is the typical format of the Torah. And we understand that when the Torah speaks in the masculine, it refers to both men and women. When it says ish, it means not just man, it means ish of isha. But over here, the Torah goes out of its way, banav uvnosav, that there is the, the anger caused by the sons and the daughters. And the Ramban points out over here that when it came to idolatry, and he quotes many verses, many psukim to this effect, the women were quite involved in the idolatry. And that, it seems, is what caused God's anger. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that, oh, because the women, so to speak, are misbehaving, now therefore God is angry. On the contrary, if you recall, the very first time the Jewish people turned to idolatry, it's at the Chete Egel, the sin of the golden calf. And there we know, most famously, the women abstain. They hold back. Aaron tries to encourage them, go bring the rings, go bring the jewelry from your wives. And what happens? They bring their own jewelry. Why? Chazal tell us, or sages teach us, that the women refused. The women did not go ahead and share their 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 jewelry because they said, we're not getting involved in idolatry. We, we believe in God, right? And and, and uh, we have a tradition. This is where uh, the idea of Rosh Chodesh being a day of celebration for women. Okay, discussion onto its own. But over here, uh, God over here is telling us that no, uh, in the future, what is going to happen and what for us is the past, what did happen is that the women were involved. When the women were involved, so to speak, it's all over. Because as long as the women, as we know from the story of the Chet Egel, that is the source of our faith. Uh, they are the ones who are able to hold on and therefore to keep the Jewish people connected. But when the when the mothers, when the sisters, when the daughters, when they go astray as well, what God is saying over here is that all is lost. As long as they are able to hold on to their faith, even though the men, even though those who quote unquote are in the official you know positions of leadership, the Aarons and and etc., they're the ones who are serving idols. And it seems like all is lost. No, but if the if the women who represent the 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 real the the internality of the Jewish people are able to maintain their connection, then there is a way of coming back home, so to speak. But over here, uh, God describes a terrible picture. Moshe describes a terrible picture. One, that it's not just the men who go astray, but it's banav uvnosav. It's the daughters. And that is why Hashem, as we'll read in the next Aliyah, Hashem, so to speak, turns away because all seems lost. If the women turn away, then we have no uh, and we have no chance. And of course, the inverse is true as well. And we know this from history. Um, American history, if you look at early American history, 20th century um, uh, here in the United States, so much of the so much, so many spiritual revival movements were caused by Jewish women um, who turned to God. Um, you find in certain times in history, it seems like the women were all going to show, the women were all connecting, the women were the ones encouraging the children to go to school, the men, eh, less so, but eventually uh, they prevailed and eventually it worked out. And so, yes, on the one hand, over here, it is, we are seeing its terrible negative effect that not just the sons, but the daughters went astray as well. But of course, the opposite is true as well. There is, uh, you know, there is this incredible power. Uh, the Ramban is pointing out that the women have the ability to turn the axle of our spirituality, uh, not just to the bad, but of course to the good as well. And God willing, that is something that we should all be able to experience. Have a wonderful day, and we'll continue tomorrow.